And here's a song that might help you cope with some of those feelings, okay? It's called Lesbian Seagull. She flies so gracefully over rocks, trees, and sand. Soaring over cliffs and gently floating down to land. She proudly lifts her voice to sound the mating call. And soon her mate responds by singing, Call, 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 come with me, lesbian seagull. Settle down and rest with me. Fly high, lesbian seagull. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, hello and welcome to the Disc Dump <laughs> Podcast. This is the show where we watch movies, play games, or listen to music in an effort to decide, are we going to keep the disc or are we going to dump it? Today I'm joined by essentially my co-host, Josh, from 4Nerds by Nerds. Hey In person. And your co-host. Yeah. Of High on Horror. Yeah, that's right. That's a thing too. Yeah, I always forget show. about it. <laughs> <laughs> we hope you all out there don't forget about it. Right? Um, so, yeah, this is uh, this is an in-person recording. Yeah. Welcome to Pennsylvania. Thanks. Well, yeah, it's nice to be back. I'm, I'm down in the dungeon. Again. <laughs> Castle Disc Dump Studios. I love it. Um, this fancy new table. Yep. We need bigger chairs for <laughs> Yes. Uh, y'all ever been to a bank? I got one of them bitches. <laughs> <laughs> Have you ever felt like a child because your chin is basically at the level of the table you're sitting from? <laughs> <laughs> it does feel like the kid's table, doesn't it? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> So today, uh, we're talking about lesbian seagulls with uh, Beavis and Butthead. We're just going to call this episode the full collection, even though we didn't watch all of it. Yeah. Yeah. You get the gist. (laughs) You get the gist. We watched some of the show, and then we watched the movie, and it was dope. And of course, we're talking about Beavis and Butthead do America. Josh, what was your life like when Beavis and Butthead came into your life? Uh, When the show started, I was like six i think (laughs) six or seven and then when the movie came out my dad let me skip school to go see it with my brother and my dad (laughs) he took us out of school to the theater to see beavis and butthead do america when i was nine (laughs) that's awesome it was awesome (laughs) fuck yeah (laughs) and i loved it (laughs) i loved every second of it you were right in the zone for when this show was not only popular but aimed at someone your age yeah, but as we as we witnessed in our viewing today, I did not get a lot of the jokes until now. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> this shit is so fucking funny. Yeah, we were laughing our asses off. <laughs> I don't understand how, like, this is... Everyone was always like, this is TV that will rot your brain. And they were right, but it's so good. <laughs> like, And it's, it's as anything, it's not as tame. It's tame compared to things nowadays. Mm-hmm. Like, it's not a big deal. And back in the day, they were ready to fucking burn MTV to the ground for making this. <laughs> it was the South Park of MTV. Basically, yeah. Um. So, oh, so Beavis and Butthead, you presented this question. Are they supposed to be stoners or morons? Yeah, we were watching it, and I'm like, they talk about getting high a lot. And we witnessed them, like, sniff paint thinner and stuff like that to get high. But we never see them smoking weed, and that's like... Are they just stupid or are they stoned and they just can't show them smoking pot because it's the early 90s? 
And I don't know the answer to that question. <laughs> yeah, I feel like, I don't know, like, I think they're just opportunists. Like, any kind of way to get high that pops up, like, they do whippets and shit later, I think. <laughs> <laughs> I'd love to see them. Because they're bringing it back, right? They just brought it back? I don't know if it's out yet, but they just brought it back, yeah. I'd love to see them actually smoking pot. Or <laughs> yeah, they probably would. It's like, uh, it's them that, like, but they're a little bit older than us. They're, like, balding and shit. <laughs> it looks so good. I can't believe they're modern times in it. I'd love to see other animated show modern times. It, like, why aren't the kids getting older in The Simpsons? It's been 35 years and still in second grade or whatever. I'm sure they've had episodes where they go to the future, don't they? Yeah, they go to the future, but it's like aged up a little bit. Like King of the Hill, is, I think is supposed to come back, and I think they're gonna modernize a little bit. Yeah, where they're a little older. King of the Hill, man. So I was never a huge King of the Hill guy, and you were. Yeah, I love King of the Hill. Did you watch all of it? Uh, I watched most of it. The last like two seasons, I I haven't seen. How many seasons did that run for? Like fifteen, sixteen? Yeah, it was on for a long time. It was on from like. 97 90, yeah late 90s to like the early teens that's crazy yeah mike judge clearly had more passion for that show than he did for beavis and butthead well there's more there's more of a concept you can do with it mm-hmm. <laughs> like you have a bigger cast of characters not just two idiots that just laugh all the time <laughs> that's true because it looks like this only ran for two seasons originally beavis and butthead i mean it only ran for two seasons originally then the movie came out and then in like 2010 or something, they rebooted it. Yeah. And that was only one season. And that season's fucking hilarious. Is it good? It's so fucking funny because they like crash airplanes and shit. <laughs> like, it's, How many episodes are the original two seasons though? Because it could be like fucking 90 episodes. Yeah, because they're like five minute episode sections. Some yeah. of them are. Some of them are big carryovers. Like you kind of just get get the gambit. Let's see here. There are... There's so many discs. There are so many discs. Uh, uh, season one has 40 episodes. Yeah. Season two has... Season two only has 20. Nope, never mind. Has 40. Okay, each... Se- uh, then the new season only had 20. Yeah. So, so yeah. 100 episodes all together in a movie. That's pretty good. Yes. 2012 is when this box set was released. So that must have been just after... The series was rebooted, and uh, the movie came out in 96. So, what are your favorite Beavis and Butthead sections from the show? I love any time they're working at the... Anderson's bur- house? The Burger... No, the Burger King place that they work at. No. <laughs> whatever the <laughs> fuck that place is. That's always hilarious. Always fucking around with Deep Fryer or whatever. Um, yeah, their neighbor. Anytime they're fucking around with their neighbor. It's just great. I need, I love the uh who's their bully guy? Todd. Todd, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> when they're uh in the new episode well, the the twenty twelve episodes, they are like in at work in one section and they go they realize they can take a bathroom break whenever they want, so they just go and sit in the bathroom <laughs> and their boss is like, You cannot stay in the bathroom and an attorney happens to be there and she's like, You do not have the right <laughs> <laughs> to tell them they cannot go to the bathroom and she like represents them in court. It's so fucking funny. <laughs> I happen to do that at work every once in a while as well. Just be like, fuck it, I'm going to the bathroom. 
go mm. hang out on TikTok on my phone for a while. <laughs> yeah, I definitely have done that in the past. So, yes, uh, definitely don't do it anymore. That's for sure, employers. I do. I do. You hear that, Pizza <laughs> Hut? You hear me? Sometimes I go to the bathroom and watch TikTok videos. Do something. <laughs> uh, my all-time favorite Beavis and Butthead, like, other than the movie, like, the segment is in the first episode the whole time that they hang out at Anderson's house, like they chop down the fucking tree <laughs> and they get high on paint thinner and they paint his house all fucked up. Yeah. Like two episodes in, they fucking destroyed this man's entire life. <laughs> they, he's so blind. He doesn't ever know that it's them every time. He's like, I think they're Oriental. <laughs> <laughs> it's so funny. It's so weird too. going back and seeing like, what was edgy in the early 90s or what they could get away with like the principal smoking cigarettes in his office he's drinking <laughs> he's like i'll get you this time <laughs> just drinking out of a bottle of whiskey while <laughs> fucking yelling at students did you ever play any of the video games mm, i've definitely played it once but it's... i don't have no memory of it yeah i had it for the sega genesis my brother had it and my mom was pissed <laughs> and then i ended up trading my Sonic games with the neighbor to borrow Beavis and Butthead, and he moved the next day. Oh, shit. He didn't tell me he was about to move, and he moved the next day, and he took all my Sonic the Hedgehog games, and I got stuck with Beavis and Butthead, but it was kind of a good trade. It's like a side-scroller where you fight, but also it's like open world for a Sega game, so you can like go to work and stuff. <laughs> and uh, in between, like every time you like change setting... You have to ride a grocery cart downhill and avoid stuff while the principal is in his underwear chasing you and he wants to, like, grab you. And it's hard as shit to avoid him. <laughs> they go to a psych ward at one point and he's there, too, and he's chasing after them on a gurney. What the fuck? <laughs> it's so fucking funny. Doesn't make any sense. It doesn't. Oh, it's so good, though. Um, so, yeah, I guess let's, uh, you want to break down Beavis and Butthead do America? I guess that's the way to do it, right? Beat by beat. Hell yeah. I don't have the best memory, so we'll have to work together on it. But uh, all of it happens because Beavis and Butthead wake up and their TV is gone. Yeah, they wake up from the best scene ever where they're both kaiju-sized monsters destroying the city, but they're just (laughs) themselves. They're just enormous. (laughs) Beavis is breathing fire. (laughs) In the video game, he, like burps and that's his attack and so it's just (laughs) nexus so perfectly (laughs) so they wake up and their tv's gone they see all of these signs that it was stolen and they're just like let's just go find a new one and they go to the school (laughs) um when they go to the school they go to steal one of the like the av club video things on the cart cart. (laughs) (laughs) who stops them their teacher stops them the hippie guy (laughs) yeah (laughs) he's like you can't take that because that's school property and need to reflect on your own decision making skills and they're just like yeah whatever loser (laughs) and they they go around and he's like that's school property (laughs) and uh so they go outside they try and lower it down the stairs and it falls and shatters and the principal comes out he's like what in the hell and butthead's like that's school property property. (laughs) (laughs) then they uh they are walking down the street beavis is like freaking out because he can't sleep without tv and they find like a hotel that has a giant sign saying that they they offer Keller TVs. So they're trying to <laughs> break into all the rooms. One of the rooms has the principal in it getting spanked by a prostitute. 
<laughs> it's funny they go to a motel and they think to check in they just try all the fucking doors yeah, they just want to watch tv <laughs> so then they stumble upon a room with a man named muddy in it who wants uh wants to pay two people that it winds up being the same two people that stole their tv to begin with to go to <laughs> las vegas and kill his wife because she stole something from him do his wife yeah but he he phrases as doing his wife so they think that they're gonna get laid that this guy's paying them <laughs> to bang his wife and who plays mud uh, bruce willis bruce willis <laughs> his wife is played by his real life wife at the time demi moore <laughs> it's amazing so yeah they uh they agree to do this job and they where where do they go after that he like throws he them, them out to the airport to go to las vegas <laughs> <laughs> he just throws them out of a moving car and they get on the plane yep pre 9-11 much different world you just walk in and get on an airplane <laughs> yeah like a train station and uh yeah beavis is sat next to an old lady <laughs> cloris leachman that's my cloris leachman uh who's the best character in the movie <laughs> <laughs> Um, and then, uh, they're having a hard time buckling up and the stewardess comes up or the flight attendant comes up and she helps butthead secure it. And he goes, I love you. <laughs> <laughs> so then he unbuckles as Beavis starts to, uh, take a bunch of pills from the old lady and candy and everything else and, and cornholios it up. <laughs> yep, he's just losing his mind when they're like, this is how you secure your seatbelt. Like they're making the announcements. He's like, <laughs> so he uh yeah he freaks out and uh as the plane's taking off butthead is walking back to talk to the flight attendant and he stumbles all the way to the back and uh beavis busts into the cockpit (laughs) get the hell out of here he's like are you threatening me (laughs) which then makes the plane almost crash so butthead comes flying down into the cockpit <laughs> to where the pilot screams get out of the cockpit and he says you said <laughs> he was going to say you said cock pg-13 movie you can't do that what is the one of the best jokes in the entire movie <laughs> by far by far so fucking funny so uh they eventually land and they're in <laughs> vegas then at that point yep they're just allowed to go they weren't captured by tsa or anything like that <laughs> And uh, they then they miraculously go to the same hotel the girl was in. Yeah, he well not Murat. Yeah, uh, Muddy had gotten them a room right next to hers. Oh, okay. But they first uh, they take a little stroll through Vegas to Love Roller Coaster by Red Hot Chili Peppers, which is an amazing song. Oh, is that when that happens? Yeah. Okay, I thought that happened when the old people came back. Okay, no, we yes. get a little Vegas montage of them dancing around and staring at a statue with boobs. <laughs> so incredible. And uh, for some reason, the Red Hot Chili Peppers don't look like the Chili Peppers. Yeah, even though they have a music video to this song that is cut to scenes from this movie, which has them in it at an amusement park in animated form. But it's just like a Vegas lounge act supposed yeah. to be the red hot chili peppers <laughs> i wonder if they look like the original people that wrote love lo- 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 love roller coaster yeah maybe that could be that could be a thing so fucking funny so i guess that does answer the question was the song written for the movie or did they just like take it but every soundtrack back then had like a song written for the movie and then they just had whatever the record label was like here's some demos of other songs so they pretended it was all inspired by the movie you know yeah (laughs) 
here's a bunch of bands that might be big in six years. <laughs> Have you ever heard of White Zombie? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so I think this was the one that was written for the movie as far as like they may- produced it for the movie. Yeah. Yeah, this was where they were like, hey, Red Hot Chili Peppers, we'll give you a million dollars to cover this song or whatever. Because mm-hmm. the budget was, what was it $20 million? And it made 232 Something like that, yeah. <laughs> yeah, like they fucking killed it on the payback. And in the 90s, millions of dollars sounded like what millions of dollars sounds like to the regular person, you know? <laughs> yeah, $20 million. <laughs> Like, the, they didn't have billionaires. They only had, like, two billionaires back then. So millions of dollars was a huge deal. Inflation, folks. <laughs> um, so anyway, yeah, so they get put in a room next to her, and they open the door, and she catches them. <laughs> and she has this chip on her person that is meant to, like, detonate and destroy the world, essentially. Uh, it's a biological weapon. Yeah, somehow these two like trashy people broke into a government medical facility and stole a biological weapon. (laughs) (laughs) So the uh, there he was like the muddy muddy mud muddy muddy was trying to get the fucking chip like so he could sell it and make millions and millions of dollars. So that's why he's paying Beavis and Butthead to go get it because his wife betrayed him. Yep. So now she's there in front of them, and she realizes they just want to bang her. So <laughs> she uh, she uses her boobs to seduce them and get that. She sews into one of their pants the chip. <laughs> yeah, as they're as they're fighting over who gets to go first, Beavis has already taken his shorts off, so she steals the shorts and sews the chip in there. And uh, the cops are surrounding the building. And she sees there's a tour bus outside, or not tour bus. Uh, it is a tour bus. Yeah. Like, long-distance tour bus that's yeah. going from Las Vegas to Washington, D.C. Yeah, like a t- some tourist trip bus. You're going to see all the Grand Canyon and all this jazz. Yeah, so for old people. She books two tickets for them and is like, if you want to do me, meet me in New- in uh, Washington, D.C. And they're like, all right. <laughs> <laughs> so they get on a tour bus with a bunch of old people, one being the old lady, <laughs> Gloria Leachman lady. <laughs> Who said she took a pound? <laughs> yeah, she goes, oh, I took a pound. Because she's a slot. Yeah. Because they're talking about slots. <laughs> yeah. So uh, then they ride the roller coaster to, or yeah, the roller coaster. Then they ride the bus to the Hoover Dam. <laughs> Where they destroy the Hoover Dam. <laughs> they destroy the Hoover Dam and knock out the power for all of Las Vegas. <laughs> and because um, uh, they're just like pushing buttons and stuff and. <laughs> and all of the damn jokes are so funny. Yeah, Beavis can't stop saying damn. <laughs> I'll be damned. Yeah, I'll be damn. My, my is favorite, this a goddamn? That's my favorite line in the whole series. Um, is this a goddamn? <laughs> <laughs> Kills me. <laughs> he says it so nonchalant. <laughs> <laughs> Everyone just stands silently and stares at him. Oh, it's so good. Uh, what happens from there? Uh, they go, that's when they go on like a montage of like the Grand Canyon national monuments. Yeah. The Grand Canyon. They go to Yellowstone. Uh, this is where the government realizes that they must have the weapon. So they put out an all points bulletin. (laughs) We have the guy from unsolved mysteries as the lead ATF agent. (laughs) Some reason, (laughs) alcohol, tobacco, and firearms are the ones in charge of this biological weapon. (laughs) I fucking love it. 
What's and, his name? Richard? Uh, Robert Stack. Robert, Robert Stack. Uh, yeah. Early on, Best he's... Best voice ever. Early on, he's definitely delivering lines like Robert Stack from Unsolved Mysteries. Yeah. And he, like, evolves into FBI agent, but it's ATF. That is kind of just his voice, though, because he's the uh, he's the air traffic control guy in an airplane. Is he? And it's the same voice. Like, that's just how he... He's just has the most manly voice in the world. He, like... And he really enunciated... Like, he definitely went to broadcast... Nevada, like yeah, <laughs> so good. he's old school. That's how people used to talk in the fucking forties and fifties. I wish I could do a good impression of him, but I can't. I so can't he well. is the lead bad guy of this movie. He's coming to get Beavis and Butthead the whole time, <laughs> and can't stop having people's orifices searched. <laughs> full cavity search. <laughs> everybody that he encounters, even the witnesses, he's like, I want full cavity yeah. searches of everybody. Go deep. don't stop till you touch the back of their teeth (laughs) so of course somebody's going to be fated to get that but we'll see who it is by the end um so from there they get on oh uh they miss the bus because they're like (laughs) playing with the toilets right yeah they don't give a shit about the geysers at yellowstone so they're playing with the automatic toilets in the bathroom so their bus leaves without them (laughs) and they get on a different bus that is full of nuns (laughs) (laughs) the nuns don't talk the whole movie yeah i assume they've taken a vow of silence so they they go back to their nunnery where they (laughs) go into the confessionals as the priests One guy is admitting that he slept with a woman, which Butthead finds amazing. And then one is Beavis handing out horrible punishments to people for their <laughs> sins. <laughs> He's like, hit yourself. No, hit yourself harder. Do it again. <laughs> <laughs> and do a thousand Hail Marys. <laughs> it's so good. And then they get back on the bus with the nuns. Yeah, who ditched them at a rest stop. They <laughs> because they're annoyed by them. <laughs> They're just like quietly like waving each other out the door while Beavis and Butthead are distracted. By p- petrified wood. <laughs> <laughs> so good. Um, then they... Uh, this is where they wander through the desert. <laughs> yes, they end up wandering through the desert. Continuously, every part of this montage, they get out just before the ATF gets there. Yeah. And, uh, and then they're like, shut down all the roads. And so Beavis and Butthead just wander into the desert. Wander in the desert and come across their real fathers. <laughs> These 40-year-old losers in the middle of the desert. And uh, they have a little chat about, oh, yeah, like 15 years ago, we stopped through the town you live in and banged this slut. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then they uh, they find some, I think it's peyote. Yeah. yeah uh, Beavis eats some weird plant that he finds because he thinks it's a cactus that has water in it and starts tripping his balls off. <laughs> <laughs> and they play a, a white zombie music video and it's so good. It's so freaky. It's so good. I love it. Uh, also, that's probably my favorite part of the movie is that crazy music video. Oh, really? Yeah, I love that <laughs> it's shit. It's quite the trip. <laughs> He's like turning into the devil and his hair's on fire and shit. <laughs> <laughs> um, from there, the uh, Muddy, Muddy has somehow found out that Beavis and Butthead are, uh, are not the people that he intended to hire. So he's tracking them down and he finds them in the desert. And he takes them to D.C., right? Oh, no, no, yeah, no. he thinks that they were sent by his wife. Right. So he's like, I'm going to take you to D.C. to find my wife, and then I'm going to kill all three of you. 
and they break out of his trunk on the highway and cause this enormous crash. By using their jack, because they think it's funny. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. And then they get picked back up by the original tour bus that they were on. It's so fucking funny. Yeah, they end up sitting next to Cloris Leachman again, and they make it to D.C. And I think that's a good place for us to take a brief break, and we'll be right back. Thank you all for listening to this episode of the Distump Podcast, where we talk about Beavis and Butthead with Josh from Four Nerds by Nerds and High on Horror. And uh, it's a show we do together. He has a fun show, too. I'm on that, like, a lot. We just kind of go back and forth. Josh, you my best friend. Um, yeah, so thanks for listening. We had a super duper fun time. He came down to Pennsylvania to visit me and some gal. And, uh, yeah, we, uh, we got together yet again. So this is the only one we recorded this time, though, unfortunately. So, yeah, looking forward to that happening again. If you want to get a t-shirt or some shit, I'm sure we'll have something quotable out of here. You can find it at diskdump.threadless.com. I got a bunch of shirts to make. They're coming. But, yeah, if you want to do that, buy it just because you want it. Don't get it because you think you're giving me all kinds of money because you're not so yep check that out disc dump pod everywhere on socials and you can email me disc dump pod at gmail.com that's d-i-s-c-d-u-m-p-p-o-d at gmail.com don't forget that little pp in there it's important all right hey thanks guys Welcome back, audience. We are uh, talking about Beavis and Butthead still, obviously, but it's time for a beloved segment. Oh, fuck yeah. I forgot about this. Yeah. So <laughs> we're going to do one that is much easier to do in person, and that is the terrible drink segment. So the premise of the terrible drink segment is when I was a kid, we didn't throw things away. And my mom would shop at these discount grocery stores that would just have things that were not successful at other grocery stores. So we'd like, and they would sell out like immediately because nobody knew what they were and they looked delicious. And uh, so she would not just get one because they weren't necessarily available later. We wouldn't necessarily ever see them again. So my mom would just get a case of them (laughs) and uh, we didn't throw things away. Like I said, so that was uh, how this went was we just kept them. Yeah, and uh, when things were bad, we had to drink them. So I would pawn them off on my friends, <laughs> and I would threaten them that they couldn't have water unless they also had a terrible drink, and they had to drink it. So uh, we came up with a rating system: terrible or not terrible. Yeah. So I picked some weird drink. Why don't you go ahead and tell the audience what you're holding? Oh, wow! This table is wrong. Oh the- goodness, this is a, ch- a children's drink. <laughs> It is. What do you have in your hand? Oh, this is a uh, a Grogu topped, good to grow. <laughs> it's a starring pot. I don't know what that. It's a it's an orange and mango children's drink. <laughs> <laughs> and it has a Star Wars character yeah, on the top. Of it. Little, you've seen these at the store. They have a little plastic cap on top that has a little character inside of it. This one's Grogu. Yep, and uh, it says very specifically: Do not try and remove the toy from the pod. Yeah, the pod's all one thing. 
Okay, gotcha. Yeah. So the lid is just a pod. So yeah, it's, it's not like a. It's nothing you can take Grogu off, and then there's like a sucky thing on it or anything. That's just. Don't you underestimate me? Because this is supposed to be some sort of clip. Yeah, there's a little clip here. Uh, okay, so you hang it on your backpack yeah. when you're seven. Let's see. It says show them off, or take them along. Ooh. So what are the ingredients in this bad boy? Uh, is it a flavored juice beverage? <laughs> <laughs> The ingredients are water, pear juice, concentrate, pear. That's a good way to start. It's mango and orange. <laughs> sugar wasn't the first thing that, well, I guess it kind of is sugar, but pear juice, interesting. Contains 0.5% or less of the following vitamins and minerals. <laughs> 0.5. Calcium lactate, ascorbic acid, vitamin C, uh, vitamin A, vitamin D3, Vitamin B12, vitamin B6, natural flavors, citric acid, stevia extract, paprika <laughs> for color. Oh, not for taste. <laughs> <laughs> Thank Christ for that. <laughs> Let's try this bad boy. Uh, you know what I didn't hear? Sugar. Uh, I didn't hear orange or mango. Or orange <laughs> or mango. <laughs> These tall boys. I'll describe what it looks like as he pours it in. Silver cap on it. Interesting. How's a child supposed to remove this? They're not. They're playing with the toy when this gets opened. Oh, boy. So it is murky orange. Like a pale murky orange. Thank you, sir. It's the way you would expect Blue Moon to look when it doesn't look like Blue Moon. It's like a shock top. Yeah. And let's, uh, I got, whenever you're tasting something, you need a wide mouth glass for aroma. Swish it around. What does that smell like to you? I don't know. I can never smell anything. I'm going to say orange and mango. <laughs> I don't think it does smell like orange and mango. <laughs> uh, hints of orange and mango. It smells like there was an orange like cough medicine when I was a kid that was a liquid form, and it was so delicious I would just drink it. It smells like that. You have to let the tannins breathe. <laughs> <laughs> Bottoms up, brother. Let's do it. Oh, my God. <laughs> that was not what I expected. Oh, my Christ. That is gross. Didn't expect it to be terrible. I was like, oh, I got a good one for him. No. No, that's awful. I allowed it to just directly go to my stomach and taste it at the same time, and neither one of those was a good idea. (laughs) Does it taste like diet to you? It kind of tastes like diet. Yeah, because it's got fucking stevia in it. Okay. Artificial sweetener is... It's overpowering. You can never... If something has artificial sweetener in it, it's all you can taste. It sucked the water out of my mouth. Like, it's dry. It tastes like non-carbonated, shitty Diet Mountain Dew. That's pretty spot on. There ain't no mango or orange in this. It's It dried me out so hard. What child would like that? Right? Like, this is the kind of drink that, like, the diet mom would put in a kid's drink. Like, oh, you have soy milk? Or you have, what is this Ugh. stuff called? Pods. Good to grow pods. Good to go. Oh, my God. But we got a little Grogu out of it. We got a little Grogu toy, which is pretty cool. I love how everything still says the child. It doesn't say Grogu. Right? Like, how old is this shit? I wonder when it expired. I got it at the <laughs> oh. dollar store the other day, but... Oh, there it is. Best Buy. February 2nd of 2023. So okay. Next year, we got a whole another almost a year. We have a year on this drink. It's not expired. Can you believe that? <laughs> it's not expired? <laughs> almost the same color as our beer. It's exactly the same color as the blue moon in front of us. There it is. That's why I thought that. It's exactly the same color as light blue moon. 
kind of. There's a little bit of an orangey tinge to the. It might be the lighting. It's at the same level too. That's so weird. <laughs> yeah, you nailed it. It's uh, there's an orange background from your view. That's why it looks orange. That's there's true. like the window light. It looks identical from my direction. But so, what do you think? No. Terrible. No. Terrible drink. Terrible drink. So, uh, yeah, look for that. If you want a, a toy of Grogu, hit me up for a 3D print rather than buy this terrible drink. But also, like, m- orange and mango aren't the greatest. Like, maybe, like, if this was apple, maybe their apple's better. <laughs> they had, like, three flavors. One of them was blue, one was green, and one was orange. I'm going to say probably not, though, because everything sucks now. Ever since they took sugar out of everything, everything sucks. Like, Capri Sun sucks dick. It doesn't taste good anymore. Yeah, it's not the pure sugar joy that it used to be. <laughs> yeah, like those uh, high C ones where you snap the top off mm-hmm. those things suck now when Do i was they? a kid i used to pound though it's just fucking one go just fucking <laughs> <laughs> do they still make kool-aid jammers yeah and they probably suck too now don't yeah, they they all suck damn when i was what uh, are those what are those ones with, that are just the barrel that you can fucking pop your teeth into <laughs> oh yeah <laughs> huggies yeah huggies <laughs> You just pop your teeth right into them. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, huggies are the shit, but I guess not anymore. Do they, What about, like, those popsicles? The fucking flat popsicle tubes? Ice, or Icy's? No. Uh, oh, yeah, I know what you're talking about. Those Freezies. Uh, yeah, freeze pops, yeah. They still taste the same, I think. Oh, good. At least there's some pure sugar left in this world. <laughs> <laughs> thank, thank God for that. Thank God for that. <laughs> They're keeping us afloat here. <laughs> <laughs> when I worked in a grocery store, I worked in a grocery store for two years, maybe two and a half. There were recalls on Capri Suns three times. Oh, really? Yeah, they're super gross in their facility. Like, apparently, they just have a vat of it going, and mold develops on it because it doesn't, like, fully... They never stop rev- and clean it out. Yeah, so, yeah. like, multiple times, they just had mold in their product, and they Ugh. had to do a recall. That's gross. Yeah, so don't drink Capri Suns, folks. Even yeah. if they are delicious, apparently they're not anymore. Maybe that's why there wasn't. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you moldy. got a moldy one. When I was a kid, we that was one of our terrible drinks, is they decided aluminum cans were worth trying out. Yeah, and we that. we poured one into a cup and it was moldy and we were like Ugh. so that was when this was first my thought and i stopped drinking them and then at the the grocery store three times they got recalled for that i will say reading the side of this the only good thing about this drink is it only has 20 calories i can tell probably less because it'll make you vomit when you're done drinking. <laughs> <laughs> stir it with some <laughs> celery <laughs> so there we have it terrible drink Back to Beavis and Butthead. We're in Washington, D.C. <laughs> Hell yeah, we are. Um, so, in Washington, D.C., they are they are do they end up in a hotel at any point? Nope, they go to the White House. <laughs> they go to the White House. Oh, and on the bus, Beavis goes fucking ham on all the, like, stay awake pills and stuff. <laughs> yeah, he goes to the ladies' purse again and gets all cornholed up again. And Cornholio is let loose in the White House. <laughs> <laughs> it's like slowly coming upon him like he's transforming into a werewolf. <laughs> and then he can, he finds a cart with coffee on it, so he eats like fistfuls of sugar cubes and drinks a shitload of coffee and then loses his mind. It's amazing. <laughs> and uh, Butthead is like just wandering around. And he, uh, oh, and dur- at the same time in the White House, for some reason, there's like a summit of world leaders yeah, like the so united nations in the white house so the atf thinks that they're going to try to either sell it to one of these people or attack the president <laughs> <laughs> the atf is just too slow to get there and uh so 
butthead finds a, a girl with braces who's clean, like yeah, a maid. Chelsea, no, that's Chelsea Clinton. That's President Clinton's daughter. Is that who it is? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't pick that up. Yeah, that's Chelsea Clinton. She throws him out a window. <laughs> I noticed you have braces. Well, I have braces, so. <laughs> <laughs> it's so good. So she throws him out the window, and he lands in front of the ATF. And then, of course, it's time for a cavity search. <laughs> <laughs> Which he thinks it means he got laid. <laughs> oh, they rode along with uh, with Anderson at one point that we missed. Because, didn't they? Or at least Beavis went in there and jerked off before Anderson got arrested. That's the next thing that happens, yeah. <laughs> yeah, Anderson got arrested at one point because they thought he was involved with Beavis and Butthead. <laughs> yeah, he... Uh... Uh, Beavis finds his way outside past all of this nonsense while they're uh, clearing out the White House. And he sees Anderson's uh, camper and he <laughs> sees the picture in his pocket of the chick. And he goes back and forth, back and forth. So then he goes in there to jerk off. <laughs> it's so fucking funny. Oh, and he uh, he's in the Oval Office at one point. <laughs> <laughs> he picks up the red phone. <laughs> in the, they bring it to DEFCON 4 because he's just like... <laughs> I demand all of your pee-pee. <laughs> yeah, they're like, sir, we don't know what you're saying. What is happening? He's like, I think it's the president. I don't think it's a joke. <laughs> Cornholio. <laughs> so fucking funny. So he comes out and he starts whacking off in the camper. Uh, meanwhile, uh, the bad guys and the ATF are all kind of like converging and the bad guys both get grabbed. Bruce Willis and his wife. Yep. And uh, then Butthead has also gotten grabbed, and he gets a full cavity search, and he's like, did I just score? (laughs) (laughs) Oh, and we we missed the we're never going to score speech. That was pretty good. (laughs) Yeah, but he was freaked out on the bus and gets tagged by the bus driver. (laughs) (laughs) We're never going to score. I think I'll put the actual speech in here. It's so fucking funny. We can't leave. We never met that chick. Damn it. We were supposed to get some. Settle down, Beavis. No, I won't settle down. Not this time. Damn it, this always happens. I think I'm gonna score and then I never score. It's not fair. We've traveled a um, um, a, a hundred miles because we thought we were gonna score. But now it's not gonna happen. Damn it. Hey, buddy, sit down. Shut up, asswipe. I'm sick and tired of this. We're never gonna score. It's just not gonna happen. We're just gonna get old like these people, but they've probably scored. Hey, I'm warning you, sit down! It's like this chick's a slut. And look at this guy, he's old, but he's probably scored a million times. Oh yeah. But not us, we're never gonna score. We're never gonna score. We're never gonna score. All right, that's it, nut nuts. Beavis is like freaking the fuck out because Anderson comes in and throws him out the door without pants on he's wearing his underwear and the atf all have guns drawn on beavis and he's just like freaking out where is the unit (laughs) me and the one in my pants (laughs) why does everyone want to see my schlong (laughs) it's so good and then anderson bursts through the door of his camper and he's like take your pants and uh the atf see that he has them and they (laughs) They attack him, and they rip the shorts, and the the chip is flying through the air, and it hits Butthead in the head, and he catches it, and he goes, uh, here you go, and he gives it to Robert Stack. <laughs> so then they think that they were heroes being used, like that they were innocent kids being used by Mr. Anderson, <laughs> who was trying to be like a terrorist. <laughs> so then they reward them by 
uh, giving them a meeting with Bill Clinton, <laughs> who makes them a, a official ATF agent. <laughs> <laughs> and Anderson gets a full cavity search and gets taken away. And his wife, too, she just looks so sad. <laughs> All of this for them to wind up back home finding their TV that they got stolen in the first place. That's all beaten to shit now. And then they go home. <laughs> That's it. It all just wraps right back around. All because their TV got stolen. They ended up with a meeting with Bill Clinton, who was president at the time. <laughs> yeah, it's like a Forrest Gump story <laughs> all over a stolen TV. It was excellent. So that's the movie. Um, we uh, we didn't cover any of the later stuff, but I'm super stoked to fucking go or to get my Paramount Plus going and watch the new season. Do you have Paramount Plus? No. Well, I'm going to have to just tell you how it was then. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, so what about like Lesbian Seagull? We didn't talk about that. You heard that at the top of the show, folks. Hell yeah. Excellent. Um. Let's talk about the animation. So at the beginning, the animation is real jerky. And by the movie, it's like well-made cinematic shit. Like they're, the camera work is really good for a drawing, you know? Yeah, well, yeah. I mean, the movie gets so much bigger budget to to mm-hmm. work with. But yeah, I mean, even the show does eventually get better than it, the first first episodes are, are real rough. <laughs> yeah. And that's the one where he's like, they huff paint and they drop a fucking tree on Anderson's house and shit. Well, that's how it was before everything could be done on computers. Like, now all the animation's done on computers because it's mm-hmm. just so much easier than hand drawing every single frame. The fir- first episodes of shows were always rough because they're like, we're not putting a lot of money into this. Like, it's we have pilot, to see yeah. how this goes first. Yeah, just like any TV show, you get a smaller budget, so you got to work with it. Nowadays, though, it's different. Nowadays, you'll get big money for your pilot and then if your pilot goes well they're like all right here's the same amount of money for your pilot but now use that amount to make 14 episodes yeah but uh the as the show goes on especially when it reboots this animation is like the same level as the movie and i argue the movie has a higher animation quality and the rest of the show than like family guy or the simpsons does yeah the movie's great even like yeah it's kind of on that level of like the simpsons movie like mm-hmm. when you get a movie you get a you get a lot different experience because it's actually being made by a movie studio not a television studio right so um is there anything else you want to talk about with beavis and butthead it still holds up. It's excellent. It's stupid humor that everybody loves. <laughs> yeah, it's really fucking funny. I recently rewatched Jackass. That doesn't really translate so well anymore. No. Like especially the first one. Like it's it's really not that great. So movies and stuff from the same era don't hold up the way that Beavis and Butthead fucking does. Yeah. <laughs> they used to be like celebrities. Like they would announce people at the MTV Movie Awards and shit. Like they always <laughs> opened it and yeah. stuff. Like they were huge cultural icons yeah they're everywhere everybody loved Beavis and butthead they were kind of on that simpsons type kick everybody knew who fucking bart simpson was everyone knew who Beavis and butthead was and like i think they opened one of the jackass movies too now i'm thinking about it like <laughs> they're just a, like one of probably the most profitable mtv products in the world like yeah, for something that only ran for two seasons right like they're just fucking killing it but like you said, there's over 100 episodes at this point if you count the new shit. So, is but the episodes are like five minutes long. Yeah. But 
god damn, is this fun. Yeah. So <laughs> I really enjoy this show. You really enjoy this show. I have the complete collection, with the exception of the newest season, on DVD. What do you think? Keep it or dump it? Oh, you got to keep it. 100%. We're yeah. going to keep this for sure, for Even sure. Even just for the movie. <laughs> yeah, like the movie alone makes it where this is so fucking funny. But I think now that we've watched this, I've been dying to watch this for weeks. So now that we've watched it, I think I'm just going to blow through the whole series because yeah. it's just too fucking funny to not. So, uh, but do you think it's going to have rewatchable value? Yeah, you'll forget it all, and then like 10 years from now, you watch it all again. That's true. That's true. So there you have it, folks. Beavis and Butthead, Do America, slash the complete series, keeping it. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. So, uh, we do a show together, High on Horror. Yeah, it's fantastic. Do you like horror movies? Do you not like horror movies? You can watch it. You can listen to it even if you don't like horror movies. Yeah, we definitely shit on a couple of them. (laughs) Yeah. Some movies are just bad movies, like all the Christmas horror movies. Yeah, some movies are fantastic, like The Blob. Yes, the, oh, The Blob was a real sleeper. <laughs> yeah. So good. You can hear about our patron saint, Kakoa Shaw. Yeah. There's there's a lot going on. We uh, we were top ranking there for a little while. I don't know where we are now. Just yeah, we got more t-shirts than episodes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, we're like 20-some episodes in. It's really good time. Check it out, H on H Pod, anywhere that you social media. And if you want to check it out on uh, your your podcast, it's high on horror. And don't don't click the other one. Click the one that's a cartoon of us. It's pretty dope. Yeah, click the first one that pops up for a reason. Yeah, yeah, because it's us and we're better. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, there's that, and you're on another show. Yeah, I have my own show called the Four Nerds by Nerds Podcast. Um, every week, me and either my Host, my co-host Tammy or Ben, or Miles sometimes, or Miles sometimes, or lots of guests, or some once in a while me by myself. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we'll do like movie commentaries or movie reviews. We'll do cool Jeopardy episodes, or uh, we have a lot of stuff in the oven right now, like a Death Battles episode where we pick characters against each other. A whole bunch of cool stuff. Um, you can find that show on Twitter, FMBN Podcast, or on Facebook, Instagram, TikTok, YouTube, at FMBN, the number four in the letter U. Hell yeah. Yeah. I really enjoy your show. Thanks, show's buddy. a good time. I enjoy your show as well. Thank you. Um, do you have anything you want to recommend <clears throat> to the audience? Oh, recommend. I do. I want to recommend something cool. Doctor Strange coming. When's this coming out? I don't know. A while from now. Oh, a while from now. Shit, it might be next week. Who knows? <laughs> um, do stuff that makes you happy. I'm traveling right now to make myself happy, and it feels good. So uh, always bet on yourself and do what you can to bring some light into your life. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. Positivity. Positivity. This is good <laughs> shit. Uh, well, thank you for coming all the way to Pennsylvania, my dude. Fuck yeah. Hell you yeah. It, buddy. I wish we were doing more than one this time, but I think we're only going to get one in the chamber today. Yeah. Yeah. P.S. I found new love and she happens to live out here near Miles. So it's a twofer. Twofer situation. I get to see my best buddy and I get to see my lady. Are you guys going to do a podcast together? There's no time for that. I understand. I understand. <laughs> <laughs> Alrighty, audience. Until next week. Toodles.